See, we love to make excuses for why we can't do things. We love to look at other women and say, oh, easy for her to say, right? She's got the money. She's got the capital. Oh, well, she doesn't have kids. This is a Soul Fire production. You are listening to episode 151 of Yes And. This episode is brought to you by our studio sponsor, Advocare, a community that provides world-class products, education, and inspiration designed to help you look better, feel better, and perform better. And you guys, let me tell you, the pre-workout and the biofuel, I kind of mix them up, are my new workout obsessions. I swear, I turn into a beast before I lift when using those two products, not at the same time. But when I use them, I am on one. And let me tell you, I am obsessed. So if you want to try out any of the Advocare supplements or just want to explore what it looks like to level up your health, specifically as we head into a new year, try Advocare out and don't pay full price. We have a code. Use FEELBETTER15. That's FEELBETTER15 to get discounts and support this podcast when you do. Okay, y'all. So I have a monthly mentorship that has been running all year long. And while it comes to a close in December, so no, you cannot sign up (laughs) for the monthly mentorship anymore. Uh, But don't worry, lots of high vibe stuff coming uh, next year that you'll be able to be a part of. But um, this mentorship was launched in January. Um, We meet every month. It's a group of incredible, um, high vibe, like-minded women who are ready to sort of get out of their own way and ultimately design a life on their own terms, which is really what Yes And and the Improv Mindset is all about, right? It's all about getting out of our own way. And it requires you to think work and live like a CEO, the CEO of you. So in October, that was our topic, the CEO mindset. And so I sort of had 90 minutes with the group and I presented a session on regret and shared the three questions I asked myself to avoid regret. Uh, it, It came with the workbook and some journaling prompts and, you know, just some things to think about to further expand upon the content. And then after I present the content, like, you know, 45, 60 minutes, we go to like a live Q&A where we get a chance to talk about the content, dig into any questions. It's like this live um, Q&A coaching moment. And so one of our, our members asked a question and that question sparked so much conversation, not just during the live Q&A in the mentorship, but between Amanda and myself afterwards and just energetically, it's been something that's been on my mind. And it's also a question that has popped up in my DMs from time to time. I have had women come up to me after my keynotes and ask similar forms of this question. And while it's a question that can apply to various things in life, um, I think it's very relatable. And I think it's something that most women on planet Earth are struggling with. So I wanted to share the question with you and dedicate a podcast episode to it because I think um, the solution 
And my perspective and the answer I would suggest is something that I think could be very, very helpful to you, especially now as we are preparing for a new year, as we are sort of energetically working to think of who we want to be in 2023 and and what we want to let it, let go of in in 2022. And I think a lot of that requires permission. So the question, this, this woman who asked the question, she's a young mom of two. She just had her second baby. She's working full time and she's got a supportive spouse and she's currently trying to find a way to prioritize herself in her life, specifically as it comes to working out and getting herself back in shape post baby. And I bet a lot of you are head, head nodding right now. Um, for sure. Right. Um, this is a, an absolute common struggle, no doubt about it. Okay. So she finally hires a personal trainer and she's, she's ready to take action, but wanted advice, uh, to help her finally start prioritizing herself. And here's the deal. I really believe that for any new habit we are trying to build for ourselves, whether it be a fitness or a weight loss goal or starting a business or writing a book, what we're really talking about here isn't motivation, it's permission. And we'll talk about the motivation part in just a second. I think we're really talking about permission. The permission to prioritize ourselves and not feel bad about it and not feel guilty about it. And I think it begins by breaking down the word guilt. I think it requires getting behind the word so we can get around the word guilt. So guilt, what is it? Guilt is a moral emotion that occurs when a person believes or realizes accurately or not that they have been compromised of their own standards of conduct or have violated universal moral standards and bear significant responsibility for that violation. Yo, that's like pulled straight from the Google, okay? So in a nutshell, basically, guilt implies that you feel you've done something wrong. If you cheat, if you steal, if you lie, yeah, you're going to feel guilty unless you're a fucking narcissist or a sociopath. You're going to feel guilty if you do those things, right? Why? Because you've done something wrong. So why then do we feel guilty when we're actually trying to do something right? Okay. And I get it. Now, this may feel a little dramatic, uh, lying, cheating, stealing, all this stuff and guilt. And, you know, I'm not trying to be dramatic here, but I think it's important to call out because I think it's guilt. (laughs) This is what I've seen in my experience that I think sometimes it's the guilt that can block us from movement. And here in our world, in our little slice of iTunes, in our podcast space together, wherever you're listening, um, in our yes and world, we are obsessed with movement because it's movement that creates actual change and guilt is the way fear shows up to stop us. But we feel guilty about things we shouldn't feel guilty about. We are not lying. We are not cheating. We are not stealing. We haven't hurt anyone on purpose. So why are we feeling guilty when we're actually trying to do something right, when we're trying to to do something good? So I said to her, listen, you can be an incredible mom and still and still get in the best shape of your life. You can be an incredible mom and prioritize yourself in your day. You can be an incredible mom and spend money on a trainer. You can be an incredible mom and 
make time for yourself. And I literally wrote this in an email to her. I said, having two kids is an amazing season to be in. And that season is going to take lots of energy. And the one thing I know for sure is this, that working out and having great health will give you the energy you need to run around with those kiddos for the rest of your life, right? Um, I always say to people, like, if you are struggling with anxiety, if you have no energy, if you are feeling uh, in the dark and dealing with a little depression, of course, do what you need to do to take care of yourselves. But let me tell you, when I started working out, like I mean, lifting weights and really working out last November, I got off my antidepressants. Like I kicked SSRIs to the curb because it was the energy, like working out cleared me up mentally, right? And so it got me out of that fog that I was in. It literally is medicine for your mind and it's going to give you the energy you need to sustain a high vibe life. And if you are a mom, if you are a parent, if you are an entrepreneur, you got a million plates spinning. If you are a human being on planet earth these days, you've got a lot of plates spinning. And guess what that's going to take? energy. If you are not putting gas in the tank, baby, if you're not charging up the Tesla, how are you going to move? You won't. You won't, right? So I said to her, I'm like, you're in this season of, of being a young mom with young kids. It's going to take energy. So yes, you're going to do this for you, but you're also going to do it for them. So permission granted, you can be an incredible mom and still get in the best shape of your life, period. See this, my friend, this is a both and moment. We think we need to choose and I'm here to tell you that you don't. You can be an incredible mom and still want time for yourself. You can be a badass business owner and take long vacations where you do not look at email. You can be a total sweetheart and say, no, I will not do that without guilt. You can be an incredible best friend and set boundaries. Right? You can be a loving wife and desire time alone. You can be sweet and savage, scared and brave, confident and nervous, ready and apprehensive, excited and anxious, strong and soft. True transformation happens at the intersection of discomfort and joy. And it's this rub, this friction, the discomfort meeting joy that actually starts to change us at a cellular level. And the more you do this, the better you get at it because confidence hatches more confidence and courage hatches more courage. See, today in this moment, and you've probably heard me say this, I love to say this, and I'm going to say it again and again and again because it's that important. Today, in this moment, you, my friend, are the youngest you will ever be. Uh, these are right now, these are the good old days. So what are you waiting for, right? If you want to get in the best shape of your life, now is a great time to do it. If you want to start the business, now is a great time to do it, right? If you want to take a two-week vacation, now's a great time to book it. If you want to write a book, now's a great time to do it. If you want to start your own business or leave your current job, now is a great time to do it. And of course, Yo, I get it. Disclaimer. <laughs> Big moves like these take planning and preparation and mad discipline. And while this is a conversation about permission, yeah, sticking to anything new requires discipline, mad discipline, and it will not be easy. 
but none of it's going to happen if you keep second guessing yourself, what you're capable of and forcing yourself to choose. But now is always the best time because this is the youngest you will ever be. And these are the good old days. All right, y'all, I'm going to interrupt the flow right here because I got to say, if you are digging this content right now, well, your team and or your company may dig these ideas as well. Yeah, I'm a podcaster, but my main job is working as a keynote speaker, taking ideas just like these to the main stage at events all around the country and beyond. My interactive keynotes are designed to help participants use the experimental ideas from the improv theater and apply them to the unscripted stage of everyday life so we can avoid regret, embrace change, and take more confident action. I've got main stage keynotes, virtual talks, custom workshops. And guess what? If you, my friend, refer business to me that books, I'm going to cash app you $500. I'm not even playing. Our best leads have come from inside our community. So I want to reward you for that. So if you've got a sales meeting, an annual conference, a team training, or a virtual event, email Amanda on my team, Amanda at judyholler.com. Send me a DM or use the link in the show notes to reach out. I'd love to work with you. Okay, back to the show. So... If you are sitting around waiting for permission, you are going to be waiting a long time. It is time to appoint yourself, to give yourself the permission to be both and, to prioritize yourself in your day, in your life, and to do that without guilt. So coming back to our member who asked the beautiful, brave question, yes, of course, She can get in the best shape of her life, but it's going to require commitment and discipline and movement, daily discipline, daily movement support from her spouse, from the people in her life and self-prioritization. But none of that will even be available to her if she doesn't first give herself the permission to go do and be who she really wants to be in this world. See, we love to make excuses for why we can't do things. We love to look at other women and say, oh, easy for her to say, right? Uh, To say, oh, well, she doesn't have kids or she has uh, a certain support system in her life. Um, We love to make excuses. Oh, she's got the money. She's got the capital. We were just, I just did this the other day. We are in the middle of a a complete website overhaul and we are out in the universe looking at all kinds of entrepreneurs and businesses as we get inspiration. And I landed on one website in in particular and I was like, well, that's, everybody loved this website. I was like, yeah, but he's a New York Times bestselling author. I mean, he's got the capital. He's got the resources. I mean, he, I mean, he's, I mean, he's got it all. Like he's got it made. Like he's a big deal. Like I'm not that. And I was like, well, whoa, 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 Judy, that is victim mentality. That is lack. That is fear. That is excuses. <laughs> that Those are excuses wrapped up in the skin of a lie, right? Um, and that's what, what they really are. Excuses are fear wrapped up in the skin of a lie. In other words, 
Excuses are lies. Lies we are telling ourselves because we are afraid of something bigger, right? Maybe it's the change on the other side of your fitness goal or, oh my God, when I get the website, what will happen to my keynote business? And what if I get that stage? Or what if I get that book deal? And how would I change? And what would I do? And what if I get so busy? And what if I get so many followers? I can't keep up. And all these eyes on me also mean more opinions on me and my work. I mean, be careful what you wish for, right? So there is fear on the other side of change because we start to evolve into something different. And that is scary. Um, So sometimes we tell ourselves these lies because we are afraid of something bigger, right? Stephen Pressfield writes about it in the book, War of Art. If you haven't read War of Art, go get it. So Stephen Pressfield writes in that book that it's actually our greatest fear is the fear of success, the fear of the change, right? Like how will others react? Will I be able to be new at something? What if I fail? What if I look stupid? What if I let everybody down? What if I waste money? What if I waste my education? What if I waste all this time? Like, and oh, by the way, like, it isn't the easiest thing being a beginner at something. I mean, I started my fitness journey last November and I have a long ways to go, right? It is a a constant commitment to myself every week, right? Every day, even in the days I'm not working out, but I look back at some of my old training videos. This is why you have to document your journey uh, because it's so inspiring, but it's also like, oh my God, I was so bad at that. Or I looked so stupid or I was, you know, my stomach was flopping around in some of these videos. And I just, you know, it's kind of embarrassing to look at, but it's also really like, it makes me so proud, right? It it makes me so proud of that girl who, who showed up, who invested, um, and who, just wouldn't take no for an answer, right? But that fear of success is what I think blocks us because what happens when I get in shape? Like how will I stay in shape? And and what does that mean? So I don't know, if if you find yourself thinking you have to choose, if you you find yourself making excuses, if you find yourself sort of stuck, I think there's a couple of things you can do to really check yourself before you wreck yourself. Thank you, Ice Cube. Um, And I want to share those with you as we close out the episode. Number one, get a list of all the excuses you are making on why you can't do the thing, why you're afraid to do the thing, why it's not the right time to do the thing, whatever your thing is, from getting in shape to getting out of debt to starting a business to redoing your website. Like, why are you not doing the thing? Get all of those excuses onto a piece of paper. Then number two, start to unpack those excuses by flipping the question to say, okay, here's the excuse what am I really afraid of here? So excuse on one side, maybe you divide your paper into two columns. One column is all the excuses. So you put the thing at the top. So say for you, for this, say, let's take our member in our mentorship, for example, she hired a trainer and she wants to stick to it and she wants to get in into shape. She's ready. She's ready, right? So what are all the excuses she's making for why it won't work? and why she'll fail again this time. And then on the right side, she's like, okay, here's the excuse, but what what am I really afraid of? What's the fear? And then number three, on a blank piece of paper, so get that out of your head and then get a, a new piece of paper, a totally blank piece of paper. Write, get in shape at the top or whatever your thing is. So for our member, it was hire a trainer and get in the best shape of my life. Now on this piece of paper, write down what could go right. If you really do the thing. If you commit to this a year from now, you, a year from now, what could go right? I mean, there's a million things that could go right, right? There's a million things 
that could go right for her. She could get in the best shape of her life. She'll have more energy. She could be healthy for her kids. She's in a healthy example for her husband, maybe even her neighbors She'll and her friends and the people watching her. She'll be calmer and happier. She could get herself off medication. Maybe her sex life improves. Maybe she makes some new friends at the gym. Maybe some new doors open. Maybe she'd be able to rock a bikini next summer. Maybe she could um, inspire or motivate others watching her. So she starts writing about it or sharing her story online. I mean, on and on and on you could go here. You could have so much fun with this list, okay? There are a million things that could go wrong. We can't control that, but we can control what happens next? And question number three in this exercise, what could go right is one of my favorite empowering Jedi mind tricks that will snap you in to decision and out of overwhelm and inaction and excuses. If our member hires this personal trainer and starts prioritizing her, herself so much could go life, so much could go right and I can't wait to watch it. So if you are here right now listening to this podcast, you were meant to be here. So permission granted. Whatever it is on your heart, whatever it is you're putting off, whatever it is you are currently making excuses about and for, what whatever it is that you think you can't do because you don't have time, you don't have the money, you don't have the energy, you don't have the support, right? You're just going to wait till next year or wait till someday when you retire, the kids are gone or whatever. Like permission granted, you can be both and. You don't have to pick. You just have to decide and you have to have discipline. And if you can do that, my friend, the world is yours. So I'd love to know from you, what was your biggest takeaway? Talk to me. Like, what's an excuse you can't seem to get out from behind? What do you need permission for? What do you want me to DM you? Uh, Send me a note. Like, what is it? I will literally jump into your voicemails and give you the buildup you need. I will give you the permission you deserve, right? Talk to me. What is it that you can't get around? Because I'm here to tell you, you can be both and. You can be both and. It's going to be hard and it's going to take discipline. It's going to take a commitment to oneself, but it all begins with permission and you are worthy of that permission. So it is granted. It is granted, permission granted. So I love hearing from you. Don't be shy. And a hot and fresh new episode is going to drop again next week. So get excited. We've got some really great content and interviews coming up this fall season. It's going to be epic. We're going to get you rock star ready for 2023. And in the meantime, uh, because I know you're loving them, some of these short, sweet, juicy episodes are going to continue to come up here on the podcast because we know, and I have heard you, that you are loving these quick hit episodes. So I'm going to keep them coming. So in the meantime, we'll see you next week. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Thank you for reviewing. Thank you for sharing. I love you. And we'll see you again next week. Remember, permission granted.